Hey y'all, welcome to Life Coach BFF Show. Do you want to confidently parent your teen while remaining sane and still finding joy in your everyday? Do concerns of their safety, mental health, influences of social media and the ACT, as well as the act, frighten and keep you awake at night? Following a move, finding myself lonely, isolated, and drowning in the realities of parenting teenagers, I felt completely lost and depleted. After a year of sitting in loneliness, I knew it had to stop. I transformed my mindset to something I call living on green, and I'm going to teach it to you. In this podcast, we're giving all things to God, find beauty in the brokenness, triumphs through the trials of parenting teens, all the while finding joy in establishing balance. I'm your new BFF, Heather, and you're not lonely anymore. We're in this together. Get your axe spray out, pick up those dirty gym socks, put your lip gloss on, and let's do this. All right, BFFs, I'm so excited because today we have with us Emily Hunt. She grew up in Vicksburg, Mississippi, and attended Delta State University, where she received a degree in marketing. After working in various facets of sales and marketing, she went into the finance business where she spent 15 years. In 2018, she thought, let's start a blog. It'll be fun, right? And Magnolia Moms was born. And what a ride it has been, she says. In 2020, she left her executive corporate job and started her own digital marketing firm, Hunt Media Group. Her life's passion is helping women connect and grow as mothers, friends, and entrepreneurs. Creating a positive, uplifting place for women is what she strives to do. She is married to her husband, Chris, and they have two girls, seven and nine. And today, Emily is going to share with us three things you need to do to get started blogging or get your teen started blogging and two obstacles to be aware of. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you, Heather. I'm so excited to be here. This is really exciting. I'm so happy to have you. And I am so, Emily, I'm so impressed with you. I mean, it is amazing what you have done. So you started this blog. What what made you decide to start a blog? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, it was because I had no idea um, what it was going to entail. <laughs> had I known, had I known, you know, it, Running a blog can be a full-time job, but, um, I, you know, I just, to tell you the truth, I just didn't have a lot of hobbies. You know, I worked in an executive corporate job. I, you know, have had two kids and was married and I, you know, I volunteered a lot because that's something that else that I'm very passionate about is volunteering in the community. And I just thought, you know, I need something for me. I need something that would be fun and that I could do. And I could just write and tell funny stories about my kids. And, you know, I love being on social media and maybe even plan a couple of events and like, how hard can it be? So anyway, famous last words. Oh, I know. It always looks, well, that's the thing. People out there who are doing it make it look so easy, don't they? And then you dive in and you're like, what? Oh, I know. (laughs) 
I know. And look, I, we, I always say, thank God I'm not a fashion blogger because man, I have the utmost respect for those people because I mean, they literally have to get up, put their face on, wear nice clothes every day to get good shots. And I, I, that's just, I don't have it in me. I don't have the energy to do um, what they do. And there's, you know, there's so many different types of blogging and different topics. And um, so, you know, we talk about the mom messy bun and the dirty house. And so that that fits more my lifestyle than getting up and putting on hair and makeup every day. Yes. And that's real life, Emily. I mean, that is real life. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mom, mom life can be tough. <laughs> yeah. So if I wanted to start a blog, which I have a blog that's connected to the podcast and I have to tell you, yeah. Emily, I'm not a great blogger. I'm just not, I mean, like you said, it's a lot of work. It, it's very time consuming and it's kind of the last thing that I do. So that's why I appreciate what you're doing because it's, the first thing that you're doing, I mean, besides your family, of course. So yeah. tell, tell me like in the beginning, so you said, I'm going to start this blog. What was the first thing that you did? Well, the very first thing that I did was because I knew that I wanted Magnolia Moms to be a contributor site, which means that it's not just me. I, it's not just about my life. It is a different perspective from a lot of different type mothers. So that was the first thing that I knew I needed to do. And I went out and vetted a team. Um, that was my very first step. Now, you don't have to do that when you're first starting. You know, blogging can be about your life. It can be about a topic that, that you like, that you're the one that's strictly writing, but I knew that I thrive in environments where I have other people around me. And I was already somewhat in a lonely business being in the finance field. Even though you have coworkers, they're somewhat your competition. So um, I really wanted to have a team that we could brainstorm with and come up with ideas and write and, and those type things. So I knew that I wanted to have a good team around me. So that was my very first step. Which is a community. That's your, yes. that's the beginning of your community. So how did you form this team? So um, the very first thing that I did was think about people that I knew. They weren't necessarily my BFFs. They were people that I knew would fit into the mold and the brand that I had envisioned in my mind. Um, and I went out to them and approached them with my idea and just said, hey, uh, I can't pay you, but do you want to be a part of this? And, um, and most of them said yes. And my very, very first writer is still with me today, almost four years later. That's amazing. Okay. So tell us, you have some tips for us. I can't yeah. wait to hear. So let, let's, let's see what, what your, your thoughts are. Yeah. So, you know, the very first thing is you got to pick a topic. You got to figure out, you know, and, and you bring up a really good point. I want to go back to really fast about, you know, you have a blog attached to your website um, or to your podcast and that is a somewhat of a different type. You know, you have people that their business is blogging. Then you have people that just blog based off their business, if that makes sense. Yes. So, um, and I encourage people to, if you have a, you know, if you have an online business or you even have a store, or if you have a website, 
put a blog with it because um, not to get too technical, but that does help with your SEO because you're constantly up- updating your website, right? Right. Um, and so having a blog attached to your website is very beneficial. You don't necessarily have to full-time blog every day, but that does help. So that is a different type of blogging. But what I want to talk about today is if you want to help your teen or teens listening to this, if you enjoy writing or just enjoy sharing your experiences, blogging is a great way to do that. So the very first thing you have to do is pick a topic. So we need to know what are you blogging about? Do you love makeup and hair and fashion? You know, that's huge. So um, maybe even niche down just a little bit. Like, you know, obviously you would be a teen talking about teen fashion, um, but you may want to just talk about hair or just talk about makeup or skincare. Um, You know, I want to bring up a point about think about things that you're interested in. There's nothing worse than having to write about something that you don't like yourself because it's just very hard sometimes to find the words. But if you're passionate about it, the words just come to you. So an example of this, I think, would be if you consider yourself a foodie, but you've never really cooked. (laughs) So (laughs) that's funny. you, You know, you may not want your blog to be about recipes, but you may want it to be about local restaurants that you enjoy going to or dishes that maybe your mom cooks that you that you like. Um, So think about things like that. So when you pick a topic, so um, staying on that. So think about something that you're interested in. Then you need a name. You need a name for your blog. And that's the fun part. But you also need to pick a name. I, we, I, we love to tell our clients in Hunt Media Group that are starting blogs that pick a name that is creative, but it kind of suits you yourself. But you don't want to get something too far out there that people won't understand what it means if they just cross over it. So then you need to get a domain. So that's another thing that's difficult. Okay. So once you get that topic, You've got to get a domain name, buy a domain, get an Instagram, get a Snapchat, get a YouTube, get all these things. And Emily, I'm, we, start, I'm starting to get overwhelmed thinking about all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. So it can be at first, but really and truly, you know, picking a topic and picking a name is the first thing you need to do. It's the first thing you need to do. Then you need to spend eight bucks and go out and buy the domain name. And so, you know, it's not that hard. It's just, there's a lot of steps in getting started and, you know, just writing it out on paper and saying, okay, here's the things I need to do to get started. Nobody can read my blog if I don't have it anywhere. And I want to just take a side note and say that we'll, we'll go back. That's my second step is picking a platform, but, um, but, you know, pick a topic and get a domain name. So that's what you need to do. And then, you know, get those, um, come up with something. You know, my husband says all the time, it is very hard to have an original idea these days. It really is. And so you want to find a domain name that's available, which can be very difficult. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But that may, that may, you may tweak your name a little bit based off of what is available. Okay. okay. Yeah, that so makes step, sense. 
Step number one is we're finding a topic of interest. We may have to niche down just a little bit on that topic. And then we're buying our domain name. Okay, Emily, I have a question. What mm-hmm. about, I have seen where people will add a number yeah. to like, let's say Magnolia Moms 321. Right. So what, I mean, tell me why you would not want to do that. Why you would not want to use someone else's name and add numbers. Because I ha- haven't you seen people do that? Well, let me say this, and this this gets a little bit into, um, yes, all the time. And you people may not realize this, but our domain name for Magnolia Moms is Magnolia-Moms. It has a dash in it. And in our branding, you'll see our name as Magnolia-Moms. And that's because we're trying to subconsciously be sure that people recognize there's a dash between um, our name and our alternate logo. And the reason for that is because magnoliamoms.com is being what we call squatted. Someone has purchased it and they're holding it for ransom for $5,000. Oh my goodness, Emily, that is so awful. Why would anybody want to do something like that? Well, because that's how you make money. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. So they, people that have that, you know, back in like the nineties, the I think it became really popular. People bought up a bunch of domain names and they squat them and they sell them to people um, for, you know, extreme prices. So because I refuse to pay $5,000 for Magnolia Magnolia Moms, I put a dash in it. And so You know, look, we have clients all the time that come up with great names that are taken and most of the time they're not being used. So that's a big difference. Okay. So first of all, you need to know, and that's a very good question, Heather. It's like, why would you use somebody else's name? There are times that, um, that does make sense. Um, and, And it's really on a case by case basis. A lot of times you can put the, you could put LLC at the end, or you'll see companies put co, like co.com, right. um, those type things, because um, the site, the name is actually not being used. It's just being squatted by somebody. Okay. I did not know that. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. So step two, let's get into step two. So you've gotten a name, you've thought about a topic, it's something that you love, you're interested in, you're passionate about, it's things that you know about, whatever the case is, because remember, your job is to educate and entertain people with your topic. The second thing you need to do is pick a platform. And what that means is where is your blog going to be housed? Okay, so there's some technical things to think about before you get into doing the fun stuff. And we need to know that are you going to put your blog on Wix? Are you going to put it on WordPress? Are you going to put it on Squarespace? Or are you just going to start a little micro blog on Instagram, which is fine too. So WordPress um, is known for their SEO and again, not getting too technical, but WordPress was actually first started and built for bloggers. It's where Magnolia Moms is actually housed, is on a WordPress site. Most people wouldn't know that and and it's not for your readers to know, understand, or even care, honestly. But as a blogger, it's your job to know where you need to put your blog and how you need to get it out to people. 
So WordPress can be cumbersome to use and you may need some help from, from mom or mom. You need need some help from, you know, an outside source helping them get it started. But it does have the best functionality and SEO features for bloggers. But Wix is very easy to use. It's very user-friendly. It does have SEO capability as well. Um, and it's a lot of fun building a website on Wix. And most anybody can do it. Um, or you get you a great Instagram page and you just start microblogging. That's a, that's a great first step for people. And then maybe your, your, in, your um, you know, website blog comes later. Okay. And that has worked for a lot of people, Emily. Yeah. Instagram, a lot of people. Definitely. I mean, there's tons and tons of bloggers on Instagram that don't even have a website. Right. <laughs> Which is fine. It's fine. Yes. It's just, well, it, and Facebook, I think it's worked for people on Facebook too, to some degree, don't you? I mean, there's some writers who have some amazing groups, private groups that you can join. Oh, for sure. We actually started on Facebook. Um, we have, we have um, 11,000 followers on Facebook and we recently started a private community this year where we start to you know again not to get too technical but the algorithm is you live and die by the algorithm and so when you first get started don't worry too much about that but as time goes on you have to understand how the algorithm works facebook loves groups so a lot of people are migrating to groups now instead of just open you know pages um Facebook doesn't like you to leave Facebook. So when you post your blogs from your website onto Facebook, sometimes they don't get seen. So you actually are better off microblogging. But yes, but let me say this. We also have an Instagram page, but we have, those are two totally different followers. You know, I say this all the time to clients. It's like dating two boys at the same time. Okay. <laughs> That's so, so funny, Emily. So they're, they're very different personalities and they're very different people. You'll see a lot of times that people will share, right? You know, when you, if you have an Instagram page and you may, it has a little button that says share to Facebook, right? And you'll see on Facebook, you'll know immediately when you see a post on Facebook that was just shared to Instagram. So to me, that sends a message of, hey, Facebook follower, you are an afterthought. You know, I really wrote this for Instagram, but you can read it if you want to. Emily, <laughs> this is so funny because that's exactly what I do. <laughs> Don't do that. Cool. I do, Emily. I post it in Instagram because I'm I'm so new, which is yeah. this this really sounds ridiculous. I'm so new to Facebook. But anyway, okay, you're teaching me a lot. I'm so <laughs> glad that we're doing this interview because I am learning so much from you. Go ahead, Emily. So I tell people all the time: if you're going to do that, if you're gonna share, that's fine. But like jump over to Facebook and delete all those dot, 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 dots and hashtags that you've put in, because that's a telltale sign that all you did was copy it over and that me as a Facebook follower, I'm not really that special to you. So another thing is we have completely different content on Facebook than we do on Instagram. On Facebook, it's more real. It's more raw. It's more, this is us in the rough stuff is, you know, it's hard. But on Instagram, and it really, it doesn't mean that you can't be authentic, 
but it's all about your visual on Instagram. It's that's what captures people. And then they can read your conversation or they can read your heartfelt post. And so I encourage clients all the time and my writers, like, listen, we want to be real and authentic on Instagram too. We just have to do it in a slightly different way because there are different followers on Instagram than Facebook. And as people that blog or even own a business, you have to keep that in mind. So Heather, when you are writing your posts, always remember Instagram and Facebook are two different boys that you're dating at the same time. <laughs> I am going to think about that from now on, Emily. It, when we get when we get finished with this, I'm going to change the settings. So thank you. <laughs> That's great. Um, so you want to pick a platform. That's number two, right? So we have a name. We've bought a domain name. And hey, even if you, let me go back and say this. And even if you never, ever start a website, buy your domain name. Because what you don't want to happen is someone else use your name. Okay, so we got Good a topic. Point. We've got a platform. Now the hardest part, and this is <laughs> do as I say and not as I do, Okay. <laughs> Moms are sometimes good at that. Yes. Be, be consistent. You know, you have to be consistent and it's really, really hard. Um, that's really hard. But sit down and write out a little content calendar for the month. Even if your consistency is once a week, that's fine. Your followers will start to understand that, hey, I know on Tuesday, Heather's going to put up a new blog post. Or I know on Thursdays, you know, Heather's going to do a live video on Facebook. So those are the things you need to think about is plan and be consistent. And then from that, you just need to write and have fun. It is so much fun, Emily. It really is. I mean, it's so much fun, but consistency is that's tough because life gets in the way when you have children and a family and you're, you're running this company. Yeah, for so. sure. I mean, it is really hard. And I think as far a, a teen, uh, starting a, a, starting a blog and, and as we roll into summer, there'll be a little bit more time. And maybe your family has a lot of, um, travel plans, you know, that's a great thing to, to blog about. And, and let me say this too, blogging now, is not just about, you know, writing something and putting it on a website. I mean, we have vloggers, we have Instagram reels, we have TikTok. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of different things out there that, you know, you can share your message. So you can do it in a way that's interesting to you, something that you know how to do. I mean, listen, teens know how to use this stuff better than I do. So absolutely, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I still, I mean, I'm finally figuring out the Instagram reels, but TikTok, I mean, forget it. I have no earthly idea how to use that. So, um, you know, it's just being consistent. And then I think that um, having a plan and that kind of comes to two things that you need to be careful about and avoid. Okay. So uh, if you're ready have, to hear those. Emily, I hope I haven't already done these. <laughs> we all have, trust me. Okay, as mothers, that makes me feel better. <laughs> as mothers, we do this every single day. And this is a message to the moms that are helping out of their teens um, and to the teen that's maybe starting this blog is don't spread yourself too thin. 
it's really, really hard to do that. And I have the worst habit. I have some wonderful moms on my team that I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And they have to say, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Whoa. You know, and that comes with just spreading yourself too thin and trying to do too much and not able to do a good job at a few things. And it's fine doing a, a good, good to great job at just a few things. So it is very tempting when you start a blog to want to have an Instagram page, want to have a Facebook page, want to get on TikTok, want to do reels, want to do all this stuff because you are looking around at other people saying, we'll look at them, we'll look at them. So start out somewhere. When we first started Magnolia Moms, we started a Facebook page and that was it. That's all we had. And we started writing and we started writing and we started writing so that when we launched our website, it had content on there because the golden rule to blogging is content is king. Yes, I have heard that before. If you don't have content, you don't have a blog. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yes, I can see that for sure. And it doesn't matter how much old content you have out there. Everybody is what's next. What's next? So you have to just be real careful not to spread yourself too thin. Maybe start out on Instagram. Start that microblogging. Start taking really great pictures. You know, hone in on a skill that you find that, wow, I really love to write. Or I don't think I like to write too much, but I love taking pictures and I love doing videos. That's fine. Then you become a vlogger. Yes. It is such a great creative outlet. It is for it sure. Is such a great creative outlet. Now, as far as developing writing skills for teens, I would think this would be a huge benefit, Emily. Oh gosh. Yes. You know, it, look, I'm a terrible editor. And the crazy thing is I own a digital marketing company where I build websites for people and I, I have the worst time editing my own. It's just very hard to edit your own work. So very. I would say to the moms out there, you know, you be the editor in chief, let them write their hearts out, write, 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 write about anything that they have a passion about, or they want to share something with. And then you help them edit it. And, you know, Grammarly is a great tool that I use. Um, it does have, um, it does have premium services, of course, but it does have a free portion. That's great. You know, especially if they're going to have a, a web page and they want to put their writing out there. Um, and so that's a great thing for mom and teen to do to, together. Maybe they even start their own little blog together. We see that a lot. Um, you know, my girls are a huge part of my blog because, you know, the topic is them. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. um, you know, I say all this all the time. One day they're really going to appreciate me and love me for the legacy. I feel like I'm leaving them or I'm going to be in a lot of trouble when they grow up and can read some of this stuff. <laughs> um, I love but, you know, just um, them working on their writing skills is great and it doesn't have to be perfect and that's the thing to keep in mind is that we don't talk in a perfect manner so you don't necessarily have to write in a perfect manner if that makes sense and then the, yes. the last thing I want to say is um, before blogging is a lot of work it can be fun um, and it can be very fulfilling and, it, you know, it can help you spend more time doing the things you love, but it is also a lot of work. 
So research, prepare, and plan before you get started. It makes things a lot easier and it, it helps you not to spread yourself then and not to get so burnt out. So do a little bit of research, prepare, put a plan together. Moms, you know, if you don't know much about blogging, there's tons of great research out on Google. Um, you know, I'd even um, love for you to send me a note and I'd be happy to give you some tips offline. But I think it's a great way to just get them involved in something this summer that, um, you know, maybe they even they're even have a babysitting gig this summer. And they're talking about tips of babysitting, how to get a babysitting job, um, anything. There's so many people out in the world um, that you can target and market to. And remember, you're just wanting to educate and entertain people. That's it. Yes. You have shared so much, Emily, what great advice. And I love your energy. I love your energy. So thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. How can we stay connected with you? Well, listen, I would love the mamas on your show to come give us a follow over on Facebook and on Instagram. So at Facebook, you can find us at MS Magnolia Moms. And over on Instagram, we are at Magnolia underscore moms. And again, our website is www.magnolia-moms.com. Thank you so much, Emily. I have loved it. You have to promise that you'll come back on again. I'd love to. I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks again for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or have benefited in any way, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It would mean the world to me. Also, take a moment and be sure and subscribe because we have a lot of exciting events coming up and you are not going to want to miss out on anything. Come say hello on social media. Stop by Instagram. It's at LifeCoachBFF. Facebook at LifeCoachBFF. And also, we have started a small private group full of lovely women like you. It's called We Are Your BFFs. Come join. We'd love to have you. Can't wait to see you again next time. This is your BFF Heather from Life Coach BFF Show.